0: Good morning Morning, millennials Millennials. welcome back to the morning toast happy hump day hope everyone's having an amazing hump day humping someone that they love and adore in a consensual manner
1: we are getting over the hump you guys it's really exciting this week is just chugging along
0: quite slowly yeah it's been tough you know
1: yeah it has been but after this we will be over the hump and then we'll just be talking about sliding into
0: AFL And we are officially, like, in the holiday season. Like, I know we have been in the holiday season since November 1st, but, like, now in New York, you can't walk into any building. They have, like, trees and the sad little menorah. It's nice. No, it is nice. It's, it's cranked up all the way,
1: and it's an exciting time. I really do always love this time of year. Like, work-wise, New York-wise, it's... It's, it's a peaceful time. The most wonderful time of the year.
0: As Melania Judice once said, it's the season of joy. Was that Gia or Melania? Do you think it was Gia? I think it was Gia. No,
1: Melania does it. Hey,
0: Stephanie.
1: And Melania likes to um, dance and rap, and Gia like does girl band. Three
0: KT—that's what they were called, right? Yeah. Um, before we start today's show, I do have a present for you. For me? I did bring. Well, it's not from me. It's from Aunt Sue.
1: Oh, okay. So this is the
0: gift that I transported back. I believe this was in Detroit.
1: Aunt Sue. Oh I, don't, I wouldn't read the
0: letter, letter out loud. I won't.
1: I would never violate Aunt Sue's trust like that. Oh, my God! What does it say? It says, born to read. Oh,
0: that is so cute. I
1: can't sue. She's, and
0: by the way, I do believe, I didn't read the letter because that's like such an invasion of privacy, but I do believe inside the letter is a long list of book recommendations if you wanted to just read aloud Aunt Sue's Rex.
1: I'll sh- I'll share them okay. at a later date, but I, I want to read the letter first. Maybe there's some context in there. So yeah. thank you so much, Anne-Sue. You know I'm an antiphile, and I'm just so glad that this made its way to me. Where's Anne-Sue from?
0: I believe Detroit, but I can't remember. It's all a blur.
1: That's so exciting. Definitely
0: Detroit, yeah. Thank
1: you for bringing that in for me. And I have a present for you, which is that I'm wearing some N-Log merch. Yes! So cute. This is my favorite piece from the collection. Me too. Just her nice botch. Um, Right there On my belly What size are you wearing? I'm wearing an XL Because that's what you gave me
0: XL I think Give it to you. Like I didn't size you at an XL. No, no, it was just no. the it one laying around. Yeah. And that's
1: what I wanted. But I Good mean it is you got. it is really long on me. I wouldn't say XL is my size. But, no. you know, these days I'll just wear anything
0: that fits, fits. over my body. If it fits the chips.
1: Yeah. So I would have probably gotten I mean, depends how you're wearing it. Right. But you're wearing I think it is a dress today. I think it's really true to size. <laughs> so don't it Oh, it is
0: totally true to size. Yeah. I wear it in an XL, which is what I wear all the merch in. It's at shopmorningtoast.com. If you click on the menu, there's a little thing that says not like other girls, which has the co- koozies beanies t-shirts crew necks i wore the crew neck earlier in the week jackie's wearing the t-shirt thank you for the n tour merch support no problem it's so cute i was so excited to wear it thanks um well we have a great show for you guys because it's wednesday and that means nothing but it means our spirits are high did you watch vanderpump rules yes i forgot wow what a boring fucking episode yeah I did watch. We'll recap. There were so many fast forward worthy scenes though. No,
1: there were so many moments where I felt personally offended that this is what they chose to show me.
0: To subject us to.
1: Yeah. It was really bad.
0: Okay. So yes, I forgot. We'll definitely talk about that. Mm -hmm. We'll cover the fast five and
1: anything else you want to recap? I finished my book, The Rose Code. It was amazing, and I know, everyone was recommending it up, down, left, and right for a reason, and I don't know why I didn't read it sooner. It was, it's, like, always on every list. It's so weird how I just, like, will skip some books sometimes, just... I guess we're just judging books based on their covers, so...
0: Which is so hard not to. I know.
1: I loved it so much. Five stars... People are asking me how it compares to The Alice Network, which is by the same author. I've not read The Alice Network either. I guess I've just been, like, boycotting this author. So I'm going to read The Alice Network, but I do need a break. I've read, like, a few serious books in a row, and I need just something, like, light. And I need a, an amuse-bouche, and then I'll get back on my grind. But I can only read so many, you know, war books in a
0: row. It's so important to amuse your bush constantly.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I've been looking for an amuse
0: bouche oh. And I don't know what it's gonna be. Speaking of bushes, I posted a clip yesterday on our Instagram um, of just a funny moment of us talking about periods coming out of your throat Mm -hmm. and space, and we went a little viral on TikTok. I posted the clip on TikTok, we got 200,000 views. And you know, for me, like my sad TikTok account, follow me at girl no job. Um, that was big for me. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, that's so exciting! You should post more clips.
0: I, I try to. I don't want to like be annoying. Um, I don't think. And it's I want to only post like the premium stuff. Who's it
1: annoying too? Because either goes viral because people are enjoying it, or goes nowhere because it was annoying people.
0: Yeah, I just like I don't know. I'm very selective about my talks.
1: Are you? Yeah. I I haven't seen your page in a while. I don't know well, how often you're talking because you you don't really share everything that you talk.
0: On Instagram, On Instagram, no. Instagram. But I just did want to read, if I may, my last couple videos' um, views. Me and you, 160,000.
1: That was, yes, space and
0: period. Yes. I made one about the movie Something Borrowed, 222,000. I made a Taylor's version All Too Well video in my dressing room, 100,000. I did a dance in my dressing room, 120,000. I made one with Counselor Thanksgiving, 175,000. I don't know, I'm like kind of a TikToker.
1: Well, if I could... If I could spot a pattern here, if I may, it sounds like all those ones that are doing well for you were just, like, your ideas of things that you were doing, not necessarily, like, trends. No,
0: it's the exact opposite. They're all trends. Really?
1: The, um... Let me see them again. Like,
0: every single one that I just mentioned is a trend. Really? Yeah. Go back. Explain how what the trend is. Sure. Okay. okay. So, not the TikTok one. The one that I posted yesterday. Of course. Of course. Okay. So, the one about something borrowed. It's a trend. It, you sing to the song, I could watch you for a lifetime. Oh, my God. Okay. You're my favorite movie. The All Too Well version, like, people were doing. You were tossing me the car keys. Like, I copied the trend. Okay. Um, Dancing in My Dressing Room was a trend dance to an Ollie Mur song. Um, oh,
1: oh, okay. And I uh, love that song. I'm yeah. so glad. When Some of I t- saw
0: you there, sitting all alone in the dark, acting like you didn't have the care. I knew right there that you'd be mine, and we'd be dancing the whole damn night. Ooh. So good.
1: So good. Ollie Murs is so fucking underrated, and that song has been out forever. And it's so funny what just like gets picked up. I know, what gets TikTok. picked up. And I'm so happy that this song is getting justice.
0: And then that one, of mean stitch, was a, like a Thanksgiving trend. Like, right. I, I'm i following the trends. Like, I'm a trend setter. Well, okay, no, I'm so, so it follower. sounds like
1: just your talk is like the same of what you've been doing. It's just been doing really well.
0: Yeah, and I'm just really proud of myself. I'm so proud, happy for you. Follow me on TikTok, girl with no job. Cool, cool. cool. Um, so yes, Vanderpump Rules, we will recap, and I really did a whole bunch of nothing yesterday.
1: Yeah, I had a very chill day with Bruzel. We read all day. I had to like plow through the book because it was so good, and I was just like getting answers, 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 and it was actually a really enjoyable day of reading. That's nice. Yeah, it was really nice.
0: And our episode was so funny. I was just like giggling all day about like the shit we said on the, on the toast yesterday.
1: Such good times. Just a,
0: a little unhinged. It's always good to add a dash of unhinged you, to your Tuesday you episode. Just,
1: you never know when it's gonna come.
0: And the girl with the tip jar. That's what really was making me giggle all day. Oh my god. That was I, crazy.
1: I hope that someone sends her that episode.
0: Me too. Dear toasters is wild. Mm-hmm. Um
1: You want to jump right in? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your
0: morning toast. Without further ado, it is time for you to wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Um, okay, today's episode is brought to you by Jackie's absolute favorite brand, Babbel. Learning a new language can feel intimidating. When we first decided to jump into Babbel, it's like a huge undertaking, and you feel like very nervous because it's like you're back in school. Um, you can be worried about the level of difficulty, the time commitment, and having to hear how your accent sounds out loud. But thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, the whole process was addictively fun, fast, and easy. Whether you want to learn a new language for an upcoming trip or as an engaging new hobby, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. So they have 15-minute lessons on Babbel that make it easy and the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. So obviously, if you're planning a trip, like I did a couple babbles before I went to Rome. Um, If you don't speak Spanish, that's definitely something you should think about doing, and babble's a great way to learn. There's just like a million different reasons why you might want to pick up a language, um, a hobby, feel challenged, expand your mind. Of course, if you're taking a trip, you meet someone who's Italian, you fall in love, you need to learn Italian. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of just three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code TMT, as in the morning toast. TMT is the code. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code TMT, Babbel, language for life.
1: Great. Our first story, 2021's top style star, according to Google searches, is here. And you will never guess. I could give you one million guesses. Wait, what? And you would never guess who it was. It's not Kim? It's not Kim. Okay, wait. Say, what's the title again? According to Google's year in search report for 2021, this person is the person whose get-ups people could not stop Googling.
0: Huh. Man or woman? Man. Huh. Kanye? No, no. Like I That's need, a good to, I need guess. to think outside my. S-
1: yeah, I, you're not gonna guess it, and it's quite. What it's is it? Quite shocking. It's Adam Sandler. What? With you know his all of his like yeah of course weird like gym weird shorts, fucking outfits. Yeah, well he came out on top in the celebrity outfits category this year, ahead of some of the more expected names. How many
0: people searched for his outfits?
1: I'm not sure, but I mean, must have been millions. Wait, that is. Wait, I'm like so underwhelmed by this answer. I know. They're so going to say like Virgil. Like, Of course. That's why I said you will never <laughs> guess. It's funny what? that we spend more time looking up. Unless Adam Sandler, maybe he really is the inspo for 2021 fashion. That would explain a lot.
0: It would. But people are like so head over heels obsessed with Adam Sandler. Like his core fan base like would literally take a bullet for him. Like they're insane. So this doesn't like surprise me. And it's like funny, but it's. Like, I can imagine him making the list of top 10, like, as a joke, but not being number one. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, but he is number, number one. one. I think that really sums up the year, you guys. 100%. At first, I was like, oh, are we spending more time, like, you know, looking at things, like, to make fun of versus looking at inspo? But perhaps, perspective shift, this is the inspo.
0: Yeah. No, he's like a chaotic mess with a like ketchup on his shirt. And I definitely feel as though I've been inspired by him in some sort of way, fashion-wise.
1: Yeah, honestly, it's kind of iconic now that I'm really looking at him.
0: Like some of his looks. Look at these
1: Uggs. I I never really thought about his, his fashion. I just think about that meme that like Billie Eilish dresses like Adam Sandler. Totally.
0: <laughs> well, not really anymore, but yeah, yeah. yeah. When she was in her heyday, yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I'm happy for Adam Sandler. I feel like he actually lives such a fabulous life. Like he's so rich. He makes. Maybe a movie a year now. He just like hangs out with his family and is still like so famous and iconic. When I was at NYU, he lives around there and he like goes to the NYU gym. I don't know how he gets in. You need a student ID to get in, and he like waits for people on the basketball court who like want to play basketball and like plays with the kids. That's
1: why he's always in basketball shorts. Yes, ready for a game at any time. He's
0: always going to Cole's gym. Like always.
1: That is really sweet.
0: It was sweet, but like I always wondered, like how did you get in the gym? It's like high security. Maybe he's a
1: professor. Maybe, maybe he t- he's got
0: like some sort of honorary degree.
1: Yeah, or maybe he's like a teacher's assistant. Yeah. Something.
0: But it was very exciting for the kids.
1: Happy for the kids.
0: Yeah. I think I went to the gym like once just to see if he was there and then he wasn't and I never went back. Damn.
1: Well, are you ready for our next story? Sure. Some surprising news Drew Kemsley's husband, PK Kemsley, was arrested for a DUI. What? Listen to the story. PK was arrested for a DUI in November after having a glass of wine at dinner and driving on the 101 in Los Angeles. The husband of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, Derek Hemsley, was pulled over just off Laurel Canyon on November 23rd and blew a .081 during a breathalyzer test. The point legal .081. Eight one.
0: The legal is point point zero zero
1: eight. .08. Yes. And then he was arrested and brought to the police station in Van Nuys, where he took another breathalyzer test and blew a .073. So he was just like right on the cusp. I guess that equates to a glass of wine. Otherwise, I would say, how would you know what he drank?
0: Really? Is .08 one glass of
1: wine? Well, it depends on the person. It depends on the timing of the drink. It depends on, like, how
0: much they weigh, how we, tall you they know, are. know, we all
1: took these classes in I high didn't. school that... Really? No, I have
0: no idea but, what you're talking about. Or
1: maybe it's in college where they explain how, like, alcohol affects your blood alcohol levels. I must
0: have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me tell you this. I think of this a lot when I watch Housewives because they all, like, drive to each other's homes and shit. And I'm like, why are none of you taking Ubers? Like... I'm so crazy. Like, if I, if someone, like, has a sip of beer, I'm like, oh, guess I'm Ubering. Like, I'm very dramatic that way. Well, it's easy for you to say in New York City. Yes, of course. But, like, I'm, I'm sorry. There's just no excuse. Like, even if you're having one glass of wine, people, like, say, like, you can have a beer and drink. Like, I'm so nuts. I'm like, no, you can't, actually. Like, I would never get in a car with someone who had a beer.
1: But you can because I wouldn't. The lim- like the limit is .08 for a reason. No, I get
0: it. But I still wouldn't. Got it.
1: Well, he was... Or like people who
0: smoke pot and drive. I would never do that.
1: No, and, and, and that's...
0: It's like not illegal.
1: Right, because I do you test for that on the spot. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, then PK was taken home where he was met by more police officers who are there guarding
0: his home. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, and um, that's,
0: that's the story. It reminds me of the book that you made me read, When Life Gives You Lululemon's she gets pulled over for a DUI and it's like this whole conspiracy not that I think it's a conspiracy but it's like very unclear on like whether he was drunk or not
1: yeah no like he was right on the line I don't know how that moves forward and it's also like when they did take him in for additional testing he was below
0: yeah but also like isn't it like the longer you wait the like your blood alcohol will go down
1: right so if only he had stayed at the restaurant for a minute but apparently he really was at. well they say he was at dinner with a colleague and he had one glass of wine which like should be okay to drive
0: yeah but oh my that sucks you think it's gonna be a storyline
1: I don't know. I When I first read the headline, like, I was like, oh, my God, I thought it happened last night. I right. was like, oh, my gosh. Um, but I don't know if it'll be a storyline. When Bella like,
0: Hadid at 14 got a DUI, that was a storyline because that was fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, but also to be, like, 0.1 above the limit is really different than some of the other DUIs. Of
0: course. I'm sorry. No, point, Bella Hadid, like, ran a red light. She no, was, like, running around with, like, alcohol in her car. She,
1: he was 0.001 over the limit.
0: Right. So
1: that's... A different story. Yeah. I don't know if it'll come up. Plus, Eureth has so much going on. I don't know if the ladies are going to bring it up.
0: I like really am trying hard. Like, I judge people so hard. Like, I never ever honestly will support Sam Hunt ever again. Like, after what he did, like, I just feel like drunk driving is just so stupid. Like, take an Uber. It's so easy. Take a cab. Like, back in the day when you have Uber, I could understand. Maybe you just got to get home. But now it's like there's literally no excuse. So I do judge, but like honestly, I think pretty much every celebrity on the planet has a DUI. So right. like if that were the case, I'd be boycotting all of Hollywood, which right. you know what? I'm about to start doing. I'm sick of them and their and their nonsense.
1: Okay. Um that's your prerogative.
0: Yeah. I think the Sam Hunt thing bothered me so much cuz he like <laughs> put up an apology and like deleted it and like never really took uh, responsibility for his actions when he drove the wrong way on a road. Like yeah. it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Is he still married? Yeah, He's so like weird and low-key He
1: is so low-key
0: And like he was the biggest Like country star of like the year And then like disappeared
1: Yeah and it was kind of on his own terms Yeah And then he looked... like
0: started to come back And got the DUI
1: Yeah but he, then he put out an album last year That was Flames Yeah
0: but he didn't like he Promoting, promoted, promoting yeah. yeah
1: He's extremely low-key Maybe he's really just in it for the music
0: Well that I would respect For the love of music That I would respect
1: mm-hmm. Yeah no it's it's a weird trajectory Yeah for sure ready for our next story? Yes. Rebel Wilson got pushback from her team when she started losing weight, she says. Rebel Wilson says she didn't have the full support of those around her when she began her health journey. During a recent interview with BBC News, the actress opened up about some of the negative responses she received when beginning her year of health, mainly due to her career as the funny fat girl on screen. Right. She said, I got a lot of pushback from my own team, actually. Here in Hollywood, when I said, okay, I'm going to do this year of health, I feel like I'm really gonna physically transform and change my life, and they were like, why? Why would you wanna do that? Because I was earning millions of dollars being right. the funny fat girl and being that person. Last year, the Pitch Perfect actress lost nearly 80 pounds. She said that she was a confident woman and loved herself before losing the weight, but she knew deep down inside that her emotional eating habits weren't healthy.
0: I don't know. I really like, have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't want to be controversial, so I think I'll just shut up. What are your thoughts? Are they? I'm, I'm, they're very conflicting. Like, I, I'm fully, like, I'm just going to say how I feel and just know, like, you can poke holes in my theory. Like, I'm not saying this is foolproof. Like, it's just how I feel. Okay. I just, like, can't help but roll my eyes. Like, okay, let me tell you why. Like,
1: I... I, I understand what you're... What I just you roll might my eyes and just like,
0: oh, you're skinny now. It's so hard for you. Like, shut up, first of all. And second of all, yes, and I talked about this, like, with Adele. It is nobody's business to comment on whether or not you think she should have lost the weight. No, it's her fucking business. It's her body. I'm never gonna comment on whether I wish she had stayed fat. I wish she had lost my weight. I would never do that. But... There's just so little, like, fat people in Hollywood. And then when they get really famous, like, they get skinny and betray us. (laughs) And, like, it's, like, rude. Like, stay with us. Stay fat with us. Oh,
1: that's so interesting. My POV was going to be a little different, which is, like, I feel like she has such, like, small-minded and uncreative people around her, if, like, they really think that she's funny because she's fat. And actually, I feel like in some of the stuff that they would put her in, it was really just, like, throwing her at something and saying, go be fat. I completely and there, agree. I think there wasn't any, like, other creativity com- comedic elements. And I actually think that, like, if these people are really the people who are around her. She needs a new team uh, that can, like, think outside the box because, like, Rebel
0: Wilson is a comedian 100%. who happened to, to have be fat. been fat. But they were only leaning into that. Okay, that is such a good point. But also, yes, I definitely blame her team. But I think, like, it's also just a byproduct of the industry. Like, you have a come-up. like Melissa McCarthy. It's a very similar... You just fall into this trope. But it's, like, the only roles you get. You're not mm-hmm. getting, like, you know, the leading uh, the leading role in a romantic comedy. You're always the that funny friend. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, yes, the team around you is moronic. But I think it's also just the industry. Like, when you come up, like, that's who you are.
1: Do you think that it's changing, like, at all? No.
0: Like,
1: you don't think that there are shows or movies where the lead is that
0: no what
1: about like shrill
0: okay fine there's one show shrill and it was atrocious and i'm
1: also just like trying to think of other shows yes i do think like things are changing a little bit but maybe not at the speed that like fine. yes okay shrill
0: but like shrill like honestly like i'm not gonna say what i've really thought about Shrill, okay because i like the first season I thought it was fine but like her apartment was gross and you know there is this like stigma that like fat people are disgusting you know like fat people can't take care of themselves they don't have jobs and I also felt like Shrill was kind of contributing to that like her apartment was disgusting she like never cleaned up after herself that's like a bad stereotype about people who are fat so it's like she's just continuing those stereotypes and honestly I found it offensive like my apartment is very clean I'm a very very clean person I took a shower yesterday I have a full-fledged career she was like the worst at her job like yeah she was just falling into every fat stereotype i don't really feel like shrill did anything for the fat movement sorry okay okay let me see like a really clean organized powerful successful yeah please drop a diva the best show on television <laughs> but you know what the best part was she was skinny on the inside that's why she had all this confidence because in her <laughs> former life she was thin
1: But yes, thank
0: you. We need to bring back Drop Dead Diva, Literally Justice for Jane. I fucking loved that show. I
1: really didn't like it. I know,
0: it changed my life. Like, actually, I can't believe you didn't like it. I loved it.
1: Maybe I just didn't get far enough in.
0: Yeah, no, it was so good. Ben loved it, too.
1: I just really, I really didn't like it.
0: So, yes, like, I'm so happy for Rebel Wilson. Again, I will never comment. Like, if someone wants to lose weight, they want to get fat, live your life. Like, that is so on you. I'm never going to, like, comment on it. But, like, this whole, like, you know... Oh, how sad like I'm skinny now and like people like didn't agree with it like sorry yeah also
1: get new team members around you if they really can't think outside the
0: yeah outside know, the box this one trope I agree because you know what like at her peak career wise like after Pitch Perfect she was just being put in these moronic roles like, and just
1: being like thrown across the room to do something like silly and stupid like, like
0: even though it's a really good movie like how to be single
1: Okay, that is a good movie, and she was great in it. But I'm but thinking she was of, like this, I'm thinking of like the Anne Hathaway mm, movie,
0: the heist or whatever. Like yeah, they, that was
1: a, such a stupid movie, and yeah, like she was just like there stupid, to be stupid. Yeah,
0: I agree. So, yeah, it's it's a byproduct of having non-creative people around you
1: the and the industry. Yeah,
0: mostly the industry, but yes.
1: Great. I'm glad we got to the bottom of
0: that. Me too. And I'm glad I was able to express my feelings. And I know like, you know, there's lots of people who are like very, you know, into like diet culture. Like I'm just like, please let me out of it. Like those are my opinions. And if you don't like it, like you just skip right to the next part of the episode where we talk about today's next story, which is brought to you (laughs) by PureVoc. Jackie, aren't you tired of putting on a ton of makeup in the morning? It takes so much time and it's not comfortable on your skin. Yes. I am so tired of it. Well, you've got to check out Purevac, a revolutionary hybrid of skincare and makeup that creates a natural dewy look to your skin and helps blur imperfections. That's why they named it Cover Up Backwards, PureVoc. It's literally the reverse of covering up. It's one of the hottest beauty launches of 2021. It's already been covered by a ton of press. Um, it's different than any other skincare product I've used. And of course, I've used many skincare products in my life because you notice a difference after the first application. It lasts all day. It's And uh, so I think I've started like two weeks, two months ago using it. Um, you're definitely seeing a difference in the everyday look and feel of your skin. And the best part is that you're able to leave your house without any makeup and still feel confident in the skin that you're in. Um, so that's like the problem when you're having problematic skin and then you have to pile on makeup mm-hmm. to go to work. It makes it so much worse. So PureVoc is like kind of a genius concept. It's makeup and skincare. in one, you're healing your skin. You're taking care of your skin. You're letting your skin breathe, but you're also covering up imperfections, adding a little life to your skin. And it's just like a genius Genius product. Um, you can reverse the cover up too with purevoc Right now, if you go to Wonderskin.com and use the promo code toast, you'll re- you'll receive twenty percent off PureVok or any of the amazing products on the Wonderskin site, plus free shipping with purchases of over fifty dollars. So that's twenty percent off at w-o-n-d-e-r s-k-i-n.com com and use the promo code toast for twenty percent off at wonderskin.com.
1: Great. Our next story: Drake withdraws his 2022 Grammy nominations. Drake has withdrawn his two 2022 Grammy nominations. A rep for the Recording Academy has confirmed to Variety. Reps for Drake did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Sources tell Variety that the decision was made by Drake and his management, and the Grammys honored the request. Although his motivation was unclear at the time of this article's publication, though there is speculation that it is because he is named in the Astro World lawsuits that he, like, took himself out of the running.
0: Oh, wait, what?
1: Yeah, that's what the article says.
0: Oh, my perception before I had heard that was, like, I think a lot of artists are, like, really fed up with, like, being so beholden to the Grammys. And in a way, if Drake, like, takes himself out of it and, like, other big artists do that, they're, like, taking away the legitimacy of the Grammys because a lot of them have been super outspoken about how it's completely rigged. Right. Um, But the astral World thing makes a lot of sense, too.
1: But it does and it doesn't because it's, like...
0: I just don't think he wants why, to be receiving accolades, you know, while people are grieving.
1: Yeah, I but I don't think that he would then. If if it really is wrong place, wrong time, then he just wouldn't win. But or wouldn't go. Yeah, but why have to uh, like go through this process of like taking your Public. name out of the nominations? Honestly, your theory sounds. more I think legit so too, to and I
0: think you know the weekend has been really open about the Kanye too? like about how it's just like so stupid but it like it's so well respected in the industry that it's like annoying because it's so rigged but it's also like the thing you want the most so if people at the top of their game like kind of step aside it's like oh well Drake doesn't care about the Grammys like I won't either
1: yeah but it's confusing because one it's like the, the nominations came out a while ago so if you are upset to be nominated like when you have taken yourself out then two don't you nominate yourself to be nominated like don't Your you management, put, yeah. you put forth what you want to like be in the running represent so that's a little unclear um yeah and that's
0: true
1: also rather than giving the nomination to the next person in line who had like the sixth most votes um they're just doing four in oh, those that categories sucks.
0: yeah for like the whoever was six in line
1: yeah it's a really weird like a random move I, yeah. I hope we get a little more clarity if it's one of these reasons or maybe a completely different one
0: yeah i'm um, unclear to be honest did you see that um the girl who Tristan got pregnant has, like, been putting up all these Instagram stories and she put up a story that Drake and Kylie had sex last year.
1: I I think I saw that. I saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, but
0: see, I don't know which of her accounts is real.
1: But And then I also saw a Cash App link in her bio.
0: Yeah, so that always makes me think, like, it's a fake person pretending to be this person.
1: You think? But that, then she was also talking about, like, Doja Cat's birthday party. And yeah. then had messages from Tristan saying, don't bring Doja into this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I forgot about that.
1: I... And her page um, didn't have you know the the um, stock photo of the newborn. Right. It had a sonogram picture, and I I was looking at it like this is the real girl with the Cash App link in her bio.
0: Yeah, I mean if it wasn't the real girl, it's a very creative like she's like using a lot of details, using a lot of color.
1: Yeah, and also if Drake and Kylie did have sex, how last cute? Year, how cute?
0: How cute?
1: Not cute if Drake also had sex with Kim.
0: Also, then people are like. Well, if it was last year and she's pregnant. Oh, like, God. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think he's the father.
1: No, I don't think so either.
0: But, like, I totally ship. Like, Drake joining the Kardashians, that would be so fabulous.
1: Yeah. I ship completely. But, completely. Um, and I do, for some reason, I don't know why, I just thought that was her page.
0: Yeah, no, because it's being shared a lot. Like, it's just being kind of accepted as valid. As
1: gospel. And I'm not here for it. Yeah. I'm not here for what she's putting out. Are you ready for the fifth and final story? No, but you're going to get ready.
0: Thank you, Jackie. I Couldn't have said it better myself. It's the final story. <laughs> it's answer. And a bib. Mm, flat note. totally yeah, flat. Yeah. You know what I was actually realizing yesterday? I don't think the key we're singing Final Countdown in is really my best key.
1: Well, you lead it off. So if we're not in your key, then I that's know, your
0: fault. I know, but I'm really not talented enough to, like, know how to change a key.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're singing right now at...
0: It's the final story. Okay, so... No, that's not mean... what I was doing. Sorry. What I was doing was... You know, I'll have to work out this arrangement out with like my producer. Like, I'll figure it out.
1: Okay, look in the mirror and figure it out. <laughs> Our fifth and final story is a little Sex and the City Ugh. reboot news, and just like that, I can't believe the, that's name, the name. The
0: name kills me. I'm actually looking forward to watching this. Like, I am going to watch You're it. Watch? Did you watch a trailer? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Like, I'm 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 excited. Like, to see what they do. But I cannot. Why isn't it called Sex in the City? Okay, and if they're thinking about going for something else, why aren't they going for, like, I couldn't help but wonder, like, and just like that. Like, I can't even say it without cringing.
1: And all I can think is, and just like that. Oh. And I love that song, and I hate this.
0: No, but also, I don't really hear, and just like that, and think of Carrie Bradshaw. That's really not one of her signature lines. Her signature line is, I couldn't help but wonder.
1: Yeah. No, but why can't it just be sex in the city
0: right it's on hbo like they own the rights but i think they do like this isn't
1: season seven yeah like it's so okay they want it to be a separate show but like there are so many ways that they could have done that without this annoying title
0: like after the sex or something yeah that's good
1: yeah i thought the trailer was not it but i'm glad that you thought it was good anyways here's the headline okay And just like that, filmed... I can't get past it. (laughs) Sex and the City reboot filmed fake scenes to throw off fan spoilers. That's kind of cool. Kristen Davis and Cynthia Nixon have revealed that they filmed fake scenes of the highly anticipated Sex and the City spinoff, and just like that, in order to confuse lovers of the iconic TV show. The actresses made the admission during a sit-down interview just two days before the premiere, which is on Thursday. Filming of the series has taken place in New York City over the past five months... With fans trying to deduce spoilers from paparazzi photos taken during production, but they now reveal that some scenes won't actually make the final cut um, because they were intended to dupe. Which is so... Like a,
0: yeah, it's crazy. such a waste of time and resources. 100%. But sure, I guess HBO Max is just shitting money now to like make fake scenes. Um, but it's true. Like, I've seen so much stuff on like Dumois and all these accounts. Like, you really, I guess. Back in the day, like, when Gossip Girl and Sex and the City used to film in New York, like, social media wasn't really as, like, prevalent and wasn't so fast. Like, you could get away with, like, shooting something on the corner and, like, a couple people seeing it and not becoming headline news. So, I guess this is, like, a creative way of doing it. But, like, okay, film on soundstage. Like, what?
1: Yeah. But, so, no, but they need all these, like, New York locations. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely an excessive use of time. Imagine, like, being one of the actors and having to film this scene that you know is just...
0: Trashed? In the tin bin. Um, So I was actually talking about it with my friends last night, we went to dinner, and I think that Miranda is probably gonna be a lesbian. Because like in the trailer, it like looked like she was like I just felt I got that vibe from it, and my friends were also saying that they got that vibe too. And Cynthia Nixon, like, is so proud and out in real life. I feel like she would want to bring that to her character. That's just one of my calls. Like I think that Oh, interesting. Yeah, like I think her and Steve are co parenting while she explores her sexuality.
1: Interesting. And in the trailer, Big is there. Right. Even yeah. And they're together. I don't yeah. And Aiden is was he in it?
0: Was he? I didn't I, see him. I don't know, but like they said that he was going to be in it. I just I like, can't stand Carrie and her like I'm really tuning in for I love eat sleep and breathe and like love Miranda and Charlotte and obviously Samantha, like who makes the show. And the show will ultimately be a failure without her. Um so I'm so uninterested in what's going on in Carrie's life. Like I will be fast forwarding through her scenes.
1: Yeah. So for me, I did not find the trailer to like be something that I felt like I needed to watch. So I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch it. But if everyone says, oh my God, this is amazing. You have to watch it. Then I will. And if I, if it's like, you know, mom's the word, then
0: yeah, I'm not watching. It's just for me, I think the fatal flaw of the show was always Carrie and was always like her dumb decisions. And, but, but at the same time, it was like, oh, she was like a young girl in New York I don't think she could pull this shit at 60, Carrie. So I think she better have gotten her shit together and stopped making moronic decisions because I just don't think that's going to cut it for the viewers as a six-year-old woman frolicking around New York in a stupid hat, like, throwing your life away.
1: Yeah, you'll let me know.
0: I will. I'm actually looking forward to it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it drops tomorrow. Sex in the City
0: is one of, like, my comfort shows, like, friends. Like, I feel that. So i um, It's exciting.
1: Excitement excites you. You know what I did watch last night? What? Um, Most of, no, I watch it. I finish it, I think.
0: Jonas Brothers Family Roast.
1: Oh, what did you think? And I didn't despise it as much as you did.
0: We're officially moving into the TV recap segment. Those were the Fast Five Stories.
1: Oh yeah, no, but it was just like I don't know that I'm gonna recap because you already did, but I just wanted to say I did not despise it as much as you did. Like there were some really funny moments, some interesting dynamics at play. Would have loved to see the camera on Priyanka's face when they made that Meghan Markle joke, but she was nowhere to be found. Yeah, even though Priyanka like was literally peeing in her pants. I've never seen anyone laugh harder, or more totally, throughout the entire
0: special at herself too, like no,
1: at literally everything. Like she must be such a fun person to be around because she just laughs at everything. Yeah, same with Kevin Jonas. Yes no one can take a joke like Kevin, and also like Kevin it's like he really got the brunt of all the jokes and
0: they were a little too repetitive like everyone had a trope like uh, yeah Kevin was like who and Nick was like broke up the band Joe's solo career
1: yeah and so and then also like everyone making fun of Jonas Brothers music was like yeah and so I would have liked a little more you know creativity under the surface jokes but there were some laughs there. I thought Pete Davidson was hysterical. Me too, he was the best part. When he came out as Frankie Jonas, I was crying. Crying. That was hysterical that, you know, he lives off of his (laughs) Christmas and birthday
0: presents. He was the best part of it, no doubt. I thought the, the, and actually the more I ruminated on the roast, the more terrible I thought it was. Like I thought it was such a waste of time and energy and money.
1: It was just like a little random. I skipped all the packages because you said like such bad things about okay, so you only
0: watched like 30 minutes. I only
1: watched the roast things yeah I did Danielle Jonas really lose her voice
0: that's why no I do it. think that like she is not a celebrity like she's a mom and she's a former hairdresser she's a jewelry designer she can't speak in front of hundreds of people most normal people can't yeah so I think that like she wanted to be involved but like was not and also most normal people like would not want to get up and in front of a televised room of a couple hundred people, let alone do stand-up. That's, like, the hardest thing you can do. So I just think, like, she wanted to be involved, for sure, but, like, not in that way. Okay,
1: that was fine. And there were some really funny jokes in hers. Like, you know, most like the rest of our world, our daughters didn't know you were famous. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Um... And it was just interesting to see all the, like, relationship dynamics at play. Like, especially between, like, Nick and Priyanka. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they're age different. Like, maybe when they first started dating, we talked about it. But now I'm like, I know she's older than him, but, like, I didn't realize 10 years. Yeah, me
0: neither. Actually, something I never even thought about.
1: Yeah. And then, like, Sophie and Joe. But they're all, I don't know, it was just, like, it was a little, it was a little crazy.
0: I really, I, like, I Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. And I love the Jonas Brothers.
1: I didn't hate it. I, I, th- I was like, I found myself smiling at times. I had a few laughs out loud. And also I don't, I didn't know who Jack Whitehall was. Me
0: neither, but he was hysterical. But
1: yeah, he was really good. I guess he's a big comedian in the UK. And, he, yeah. and then I Googled him, he used to date Gemma Chan.
0: Oh, wow. That is interesting. Yeah,
1: I ship, but now they're broken up.
0: Um, Before we talk about Vanderpump Rules, I did also last night start the Sex Lives of College Girls, which is like a new Mindy Kaling show on HBO Max that people are loving. And I think I'm like two or three episodes in. It's like cute. I definitely feel like a little old to be watching it. I can't explain it. Um, But it's cute. It's possible that you are. Yeah, no, but it's uh, cute. And like, I really don't, I think I'm emotionally ready to like start aging out of things, so I'm forcing myself to like it.
1: Okay, okay. Whatever it's really
0: good. Whatever you need to do. Um, but let's talk about Pump Rules, which was on last night, which is brought to you by Curology. Curology customizes a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to help tackle your skincare needs, whether that may be trying to take control of acne Or fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts. You start by answering questions online with Curology about your skin. And if it's a good fit, Curology will match you with a licensed dermatology provider who will get to know your skin. And subject to consultation, you'll get a customized prescription cream to be shipped straight to your door to address the fine lines, acne, dark spots, and more. So the Curology um, philosophy is actually really pretty genius when you think about it. Like, we all have such different skin. We have different problems, combination, oil, dry... And we really shouldn't all be using the same products. And Curology's custom making your skincare routine for you. The online consultation is actually very in depth. You send tons of pictures of your face, all these different questions about your skin type, what um, problems you're trying to address. And Curology really, really custom makes an entire routine for you. That is different than anyone else's because your skin is different than anyone else's. It's not
1: like other girls.
0: You can start your Curology journey just like we did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash toast. If prescribed, just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash toast to unlock your free 30-day trial. Cancel anytime. So if you've been like really just like done with your skin and ready to take control of it, check out Curology. It's, it works.
1: Great. Vanderpump rules
0: woof okay I mean I think let's start with all the scenes I fast forwarded the photo shoot with the feet the screaming um therapy with Sandoval I fast forwarded that um I actually didn't fast forward the ice baths because I was just like curious about no and it was so
1: early on that like it just like they sucked me in somehow and and it looked
0: miserable yeah
1: no but I'm I was you know impressed by all of them that they just got in and yeah. did it um I want to talk about the feet thing because I had so much respect for Lala for being like, no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. But I also had respect for Katie no- oh. for like getting, for like trying to participate. And, you know, she's so
0: much more mature than these girls.
1: Yeah, This is not like, you know, she, all of her friends are off the show. Like these girls are not her people, but she really like tried to get ingratiate herself with the new generation. She hired the photographer. She had them at her house. Like that's true. it, it she was really trying so I thought that was really sweet so I, I respected the people who didn't do it and I respected the people who did.
0: Yeah also um, I guess the only person I don't have respect for is a person whose idea it was Charlie because it's a moronic idea.
1: Moronic. I was so glad to see throughout the episode that the, no the one. picks did not sell. Yeah. I think that by the end like one of Ariana's did. Right but that this was is it. But obviously like not going to cover the bill.
0: $30,000 no. Um One of the
1: dumbest ways of television airtime I've ever seen.
0: I agree. What I did think was interesting was this whole Charlie Sheena and Brock's friend thing. Because I like really kind of felt both of them like, yes, that guy was really inappropriate with Charlie. And that's like. Sheena's boyfriend's friend like Sheena should have said something but also Charlie's boyfriend was right behind her and Sheena was like Sheena did get caught in a lie saying I didn't see it but then it was like oh your boyfriend was behind you so you did see it but also like her boyfriend had it handled like it wasn't getting out of control and what the hell is Sheena gonna do she's like two months postpartum who is she gonna fight off you know
1: yeah no Charlie like handled it I guess she just like wanted some backup support support from Sheena which she didn't get and it's interesting to see like the collapse of, like, the Sheena dictatorship among her minion friends. Yeah, the because young girls. Ariana was on Watch What Happens Live, and she's like, I've never felt Sheena's a dictator, but like, that's not the kind of friendship that we have. But, right. but that's because it's a different dynamic. Because you're equals. But Sheena, like, does recruit these girls, and, like, they're, she's helping them, like, g- come into the fold, but she re- requires, like, unwavering loyalty in return.
0: Like, that Danica stuff was wild. Right,
1: and then watching Charlie and Markel, like, put together that, like, Sheena's not really a good friend to them, it's like... Hate to see it. But you know
0: what I also love? Like, postpartum, Sheena doesn't give a fuck. Like, I think before her kid, like, every time someone would have a problem with her, she was, like, really invested in it. Like, every time someone would pull her for a chat, she would, like, give it her whole... That conversation with Charlie, she was like, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, because, no, she was... Charlie, like, literally read her to filth. Yeah, but I also think Sheena doesn't give a fuck. Like No, she was just completely called out, and there was no route to take other than, I'm sorry, just, like, last week when Katie and Lala called her out for, like, running to Tom Sandoval and telling... Uh, him what they said about him and like she just keeps backing herself into these corners it's not that she doesn't give a fuck it's she has nowhere else to turn yeah also when she was at the table and everyone was ganging up on her and she was like I just like I left my dog like my kid for this like I just want to go home to my baby it's like so now you know how Lala has been feeling all season literally
0: also um can we talk about this whole photo shoot James Brock thing yes please okay because yes I do think James being annoying like you help out a friend but I don't know I do think that Brock is like taking advantage of everyone here like I agree. They're all celebrities. They all have huge Instagram followings. And yes, they're all friends. But like if this was just a random fitness app who wanted to like use them for a photo shoot, their name and likeness, like they might have been getting paid like maybe like 50 to 100 grand for this. Like they, it's not nothing. So.
1: No, uh, that's, that's, that's extreme. Say it was um, just an Instagram post, like at
0: least. Oh, just an Instagram post?
1: Yeah. Like he was, on the one hand, I think Brock asks them to like post stuff all the time, like text and stuff. And that stuff that would at least charge like 3K depending on the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, he wants them. That to was like,
0: interesting when James said, "Like you're always sending us stuff to post." No,
1: and that just gave me like a window into Brock that is like a Thirst. major red flag, especially I agree. because like he has Sheena, Sheena's his partner. Sheena will support him, but to like use all of your connections in that way when you haven't even launched anything yet. So
0: like, what, what what's going to happen when you do have some shit that they need to promote? Yeah, like, no, that was a very telling thing, and I do think like. On the surface, yeah, it sounds like James is being annoying, but you know what? It sounds like fucking Brock's being annoying and taking advantage of everyone in this group whom they, he just met and to launch all these random businesses.
1: I agree. For everyone on the show, when they're not filming the show, like Instagram is their job mm-hmm. and you are asking these people... Over not just once. It seems right. to be like over and over and no, again. And friends
0: like friends like if any of my friends ever ask like I'm launching, I'm like, of course like. But if it's like nonstop, I'm like girl. No,
1: and also it's different to like hey, can you come to my launch party and support me? Yeah, that's different than can you come be a model, post this link. be the face of this brand, and also post about it. Like, yeah, that's something that like for these people like they get their agents involved. Right, they get paid. Right, so. I'm not surprised that someone said something. I'm surprised that it was James.
0: Me too. I thought it maybe would have been like Lala. Like someone, it could have been anyone, anyone. or yeah, anyone. Because you know when you think about it, like they're all huge on social. They're all monetize their Instagram, and this is bullshit. Like
1: yeah, and also it's like I don't know what his businesses say. It's like a fitness app. Like then, then they then it's like a non compete with the next right. a brand that they can't work with in the future. Like mm-hmm. this is their this is their career career, and so. I didn't think James was being egomaniac at all. Me neither. I thought that, you know, Brock was asking for a lot of free services.
0: Right. And apparently this is not the first time. Yeah. Which was just very interesting to learn. But you know what? I was also thinking, like, Brock is, as much as I, like, literally can't stand him, he's, like, becoming one of the main characters of the season. Like, he will grow a huge Instagram. Like, he has made himself known. And if the show continues, like, he will no doubt be be asked back like
1: i want to see how many followers yeah. he has right now i don't know if
0: 101 okay not bad not bad so i just think like he's definitely understanding the opportunity he's been given to be on this show and like the implications it could have for him and his business and whatever i think he's
1: putting the car before the horse i
0: think when sheena said he has a kid to take care of and lala was like actually he has three i lost my mind like yeah did you forget
1: do you no, know i literally lost my mind
0: <laughs> that picnic was like so stupid and so funny and like everyone was like miz like they all, them all showing up just like in fairy princess dresses like they're like 35 years old like no, sitting in a park in a poofy dress like I, could, I just know katie maloney felt stupid because like it was stupid yeah and that's where it's like you know raquel and katie being on the same show raquel and lala like lala has a child like It just, that's where the show doesn't make sense sometimes. No,
1: it was all so stupid. Katie's really doing her best to be a team player. I have so much
0: respect for Katie.
1: Yeah, no, I was thinking of her.
0: And like, I actually really like her friendship with Ariana because I actually do think they're both way smarter than their partners and they know it. Um, But this Sandoval stuff is like so out of control. And thankfully he was like not in this episode that much. Like that's what made it somewhat tolerable. But of course he will come back. No, even like. like (laughs) The previous? He barely, no, no, no. He
1: like wasn't majorly in it but he still found ways to annoy me for example when he showed up to Pickleball and he was like oh damn I should have worn Ariana's cheerleading uniform it's like no if he thought of that before he left the house like he would have shown up yeah. in Ariana's cheerleading uniform then when like later in the thing I think that maybe it was during the national anthem yes oh I know what you're gonna Tom say Tom was like extra I, I love like, it yes
0: yes Jackie I noticed that too oh Shut this up. is so extra man I love it and then like he's the only one who's ever allowed to do something slightly over the top
1: <laughs> and then Tom and Ariana were on Watch What Happens Live mm-hmm and Ariana was, like, so great. She gets cuter and cuter
0: every episode.
1: Tom, just, like, when he's asked a question, just, like, it's a bunch of words strung together. He doesn't ever finish his sentence, and he doesn't say anything. He should
0: work in marketing. It's like, just, like, a
1: word salad. Ugh, I That's can't. what it's called.
0: I don't know how she deals no, with him. No, he shouldn't
1: work in marketing. He's not convincing me of anything. No, I
0: know, but, like, they, like he should work in corporate, no, like, buzzwords.
1: It wasn't even buzzwords, honestly. It was a lot of, like... It was a lot of like, you know, um, um, like, just, what are you trying to say? Spit it Spit out. Spit it out, yeah.
0: Oh, oh, my God, he's so infuriating. <laughs> and honestly, the previews for next week where he, like, basically tells Tom Schwartz that they need to take a break because Tom Schwartz, for the first time in his life, in the most sad way ever, like, tries to defend his wife. Like, I cannot stand Tom Sandoval. And I'm, like, annoyed that all this stuff is happening off air with, like, James and Raquel and Lala and Randall because the reunion is obviously going to be focused on that when I need, like, a full sit down. Like, we need an intervention with Tom Sandoval. We do. And I
1: have to be honest, I think Jax leaving the show was the worst thing that ever happened to Tom Sandoval because it really put a spotlight. Because he was always going toe-to-toe with... They were always, like, you know, getting under each other's... uh, Getting on each other's nerves. And Jax is, like, the villain. So Jax was always in the wrong. But it really... Him leaving has shown a spotlight on how insufferable Tom Sandoval is
0: oh my god but when Charlie was like well you're friends with Jax who said horrible things about me oh my god like way to pull this reference out of your ass I loved it like no no, no. Charlie like came with answers that's with what facts I'm saying.
1: that's why Sheena had nothing to say other than I'm sorry you're right
0: yeah actually I had a lot of respect for Charlie this episode
1: yeah she go she like goes up and down between being like super strong in like her the way that she talks to people like when she came for Lala out of nowhere and also just being like a a quiet
0: friend yeah I think she like just climbs these random hills and like wants wants to die on them and sometimes I'm like what are you talking about like how her whole storyline was about like a dinner I was like okay why are we here but then she like went super hard on Sheena I just think she chooses the wrong things to like m- make herself about you know yes
1: I think sometimes she chooses the wrong things. Yeah. But when she chooses the right things and she, she puts the she's right, right energy forth she she's, makes a concise clear argument yeah yeah
0: um so it was like a dumb episode full of lots of filler but it was fine because mostly because Tom Sandoval was like completely gone.
1: Yeah, and I, I considering I love rala and I love pickleball, I did not mind the pickleball tournament.
0: Yeah, and when that guy saying I was like dying, that was so funny, and it, he was really good. He
1: was really good, and that just seems like a fun way to spend an afternoon. Totally, but maybe I'm biased.
0: Um, so tonight, <laughs> what's on tonight? OC. Oh yeah, okay. OC's on tonight. We will recap that tomorrow,
1: mm-hmm. and that's our show. That is. Our show.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places you might be listening to podcasts by us morning toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. You are a true toaster who has respect for us. And if you want to let us know that you made it to the end of the episode, why don't you go drop an emoji on our most recent Instagram of the basketball in honor of Adam Sandler and his gorgeous shorts. Love you. Bye. Bye.